0: Welcome and welcome to Gig, Gig Tales. Tales the podcast <laughs> where we and our friends from New York apparently oh god we definitely just lost New we just York just
1: lost New York we totally just lost New York <laughs>
0: looking at the Gig Tales heat map next to the coronavirus <laughs> well, heat, heat map, map <laughs> yes
1: exactly we are refreshing our browser regularly a lot People, of new data yeah but you know the internet's so slow cuz everyone's working from home <laughs> the whole thing.
0: Well I mean wouldn't you still be using the internet at work? Yeah. Wait a minute. I have questions about that. It's
1: different though. (gasps) Is it? I mean
0: (laughs) you're panicking. I'm real no, I'm yeah. No, this was that was a oh you can't see my mouth. Right. That was a I'm very (laughs) I'm very interested in that. Is it different?
1: I I mean it has to be right. I'm gonna ask you know who. He'll know. We'll tell you. You tell us, we'll tell you. So um Welcome back. We've got some stories about some gigs. We do. I yeah, I have a couple um, updates from some of our previous guests on Let's the show. Do it. I was like, I think you know it's good to keep you guys posted on what our past guests are up to and what they've got going on. So I tend to like share stuff on our social media. So if you follow us, you'll see you know big gigs that they have coming up or big projects and stuff. But um, so a couple things. Matt Jackson is putting together a new album project and I'm going to be a part of it. Um, I'm going to do some backup vocals and things. Ooh. Ken Budka is going to be playing some guitar on it. Um, <coughs> he's recording it with Sean McLaughlin at 37 Foot Studios, who I've recorded with and... Lots of other people. Oh, did I record with him too? The, yes, you did. Yes. When you were on my um, last project, yeah. So Matt's putting out. Uh, he's getting together, kind of the the content and stuff. But he's doing like a crowdfunding thing. So if you're interested and and want to donate to that, you can find that on all of his social media. If you just want to read about um, what he's doing and what the project is about, like just ch- take a look at the post. No need to you know don't donate <laughs> if you don't have the means and he's got some really cool uh like things so typically a lot of the crowd stuff will be like if you donate so much money you get s- such a perk right mm, so like you a tote bag or whatever yeah so he has like different levels of things and Ooh, i think even two tote bags i think he, he one of his things is he will get a small tattoo of your choice on his body oh wow i mean yeah okay yeah i think his rules are nothing Nothing, graphic he says nothing phallic (laughs) and i don't know but everything vaginic i guess no that should be a word i don't know so there's some pretty cool i mean it's gonna cost you but like if you believe in the project and you want to do it you can do it wow yeah so check that out um And also Amanda McCarthy, who is a past guest, she had a really interesting gig tale. And it was funny because it was like it was right after she recorded. And as soon as she was posting, she was post she was like live posting on Facebook about this gig as it was happening, which was like insane. So she was playing this gig up in New Hampshire and uh, her Tom was there with her and she posted that Steven Tyler had walked in to.
0: no way but i
1: think before the gig she was actually i don't know if she posted it or she said she was like she had posted i think she posted tom's nodding <coughs> that she posted it before her gig saying like she was playing up there and whatever the venue wherever the town was i think there was i don't know if he has a home there I or think, yeah he frequents that place right. or whatever so she was like oh i'm playing here tonight wouldn't it be like funny maybe i'll see steven tyler shut up like totally joking. And then during her freaking gig, she's posting like, "Um, Stephen Tyler just walked in. Like, ah, oh my god, like, oh my I don't god, know, I'm gonna do whatever like on her break or something.
0: My future husband and roommate, and then, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. So I was thinking about that questions
1: crockpot. Like, man, glad we chose Stephen over Bruce because, well, yeah, I you know. I mean, well, we wanted to borrow Steven's scarves. You That's know? true. It's the whole thing. Um, so yeah, she actually she mustered up the courage and she had some pretty good no. gig balls and she actually played a freaking Aerosmith song. No! Like, wow. Because he came in and he was like having, you know, dinner or whatever. He was sitting there and I think she played Angel as like her last song and she was like, it was like the scariest thing. She's like, should I, shouldn't I, should I, should Oh, 100% I? you have to do she it. She just went for it. I think someone got it on video. It was probably her, Tom, that was there with her. So you can find all of that madness on her social media. But, um, so then after she's like, I don't know, you know she's posting like i'm packing up and i don't know like what to do i really want to give him like a cd or something but like i don't know what the etiquette is how to yeah like and especially it's weird with like people when they're eating or when they're like dining with you know other people and you want to interrupt and she didn't want to be intrusive or anything yeah that's a tough yeah so she i think what she did is what i gathered from all the posts that were happening Is i think she gave her cd to like the manager or somebody Aww. at the restaurant and uh, ask them to just like hand it off to him or whatever. Sure. And I think when they did he said like, "Oh, she's still here." And then he, like, because he had heard Shut her, it. so then he went over, yeah, and no. then chatted and he complimented her, like, on her her voice and her rendition of the song, and, like, yeah, it was really cool. So she posted, like, pictures with him Did and she? Stuff. She got a picture with him? Yeah, yeah. There's a picture of her and uh, Tom with Wow. With I have him. so many things to yeah. say
0: about that. One, very ballsy. Yeah. That's very scary. Like, good for you, yeah. It's hard to know what to do. Yeah. Two, I think it is so hard to know what to do when yeah. you see someone you want to meet. Yeah. Some people aren't open to it. Some people. People mm-hmm. are like, you know, not when I'm eating, not yeah. when I'm you with know, my, at my
1: kids or with my family.
0: Mm-hmm. Or, at my, I'm at my yeah. cousin's wedding, please. Yeah. This is a christening, ma'am. I'm at yeah. a funeral, like whatever it is. <laughs> yes, um, You become Will Ferrell and
1: wedding <laughs> crashers. And funeral crashing.
0: A three, like even that she was able to play his song and then like come up with a plan. Yeah. Like, it worked out. Yeah. And I, I feel like that was very smart of her to not go over and interrupt yeah. him during his meal yeah and but
1: still take you know advantage of the opportunity yeah and, yes you know. exactly yeah. do something
0: for yourself yeah. because the other side of that is like there's an opportunity f- for you there and no one gets anywhere without taking right. risks so yeah. yeah
1: i applaud her cool. greatly yeah.
0: for her <coughs> quick thinking yeah it was well well
1: done and i think she also had a song come out that was tit- titled steven but it's not it had nothing to do with Stephen Tyler, but I think it was like the same week or something. She had already scheduled for it to come out or about something Stephen like King. that. So <laughs> maybe. So yeah, go go, Amanda. you were we're in awe of you. I'm so your, your in gig awe of you. There. Yeah, good, well done. <laughs> I don't think I would have been able to. I don't think I. would. Yeah. So, go no. good for her.
0: How would it? i would have turned into (laughs) date mike i don't know if you ever watched the office yeah like
1: a little occasionally but not he just turns into a
0: big old douche that's it yeah
1: yeah and i think i think he was also stephen tyler was also lovely as well yeah 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 yeah. that's worth noting that i I bet they
0: get so good at being gracious yeah
1: like yeah, some I think. I think, but I also a lot wouldn't them. fault them for not
0: no. being gracious. No. If you're just trying to eat a meal and you keep <coughs> getting people approaching you, but I know. Yeah, all that. Yeah. all those years. Yeah. Speaking of Steven Tyler, yeah, Uh-oh. did you have we talked about yet the whole thing surrounding their drummer?
1: Oh you know, we didn't we haven't talked about it here. My the only uh reference I have it is like my dad was mentioning it to me. Yeah. I heard bits and pieces. Have you like looked so, into
0: it? Yeah, I have. And I was actually gonna try to write a story on it and mm. there really isn't um I don't have much a to ton. write.
1: Yeah. It's not that big of a
0: story, so I'll give you a, a light synopsis. Mm-hmm. Um but basically so their drummer um so to start with, Steven Tyler mm-hmm. a few years ago they were on tour and he had gotten sick. He got like severely ill. I think he got like pneumonia or something. I'm I'm really like guessing on what he got here, so please yeah. don't Don't quote me, but he came down with a very severe illness and he was out for a long time. I think he was out for like three to six months or something from the band Mm. and they had to like take a break and then they got back together and they like started touring again and they're back on track. Mm -hmm. Well, their drummer, he had an injury. He, I don't know what happened exactly, but he like broke his ankle or his foot. Okay. And so he had to take a hiatus from the band. Mm -hmm. Obviously he couldn't play if you're a
1: drummer (laughs) all of your fucking limbs yeah broken foot and i believe he was out
0: for six months to a year i i didn't exactly get the timeline on it but he was out for a while okay so aerosmith was inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame yep and when you do that you give a performance Mm -hmm. so he had been out of the band for a while Mm -hmm. the drummer and he wanted to play with them for the performance so aerosmith the band, like the Entity, made made him audition mm. to be back in the band to perform for that. And uh-huh. they denied him oh. the right to play. They said he wasn't ready. So he sued okay. the band because he said it was, I believe the claim was that it was discrimination of some kind or like... Um, Persona, I don't know what the terminology is, but they were like singling him out, yeah. Because when Stephen had had his injury before, okay. didn't they didn't to. make yeah. him re audition, yeah. mm-hmm. and they, I guess, they didn't go out of their way to try to find like, oh yeah, you can play the tambourine, or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. They didn't even try to make uh, some kind of accommodation for yeah. him. Yeah. So he is
1: suing them. Wow. And that's still in progress. So, I, so I heard. I like I said. I I have heard. Like you know second third hand stuff from i don't know where but i mm-hmm. heard he was in rehab or he was doing some sort of rehab situation and he yeah. left rehab early oh and they said he couldn't play with them because they don't support him leaving rehab early okay is so is that like totally a i'm going to folklore
0: so i'm going to tell you what i read which was i did see that i thought it meant physical rehab Oh, okay. I
1: gotcha. I'm
0: gonna to have to read some more, and even like the articles that I read are very like they are not um highly detailed, yeah, sorry like da, 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 yeah, which is why I'm kind of conjecturing mm. on some things here, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was like
1: drug or alcohol or something I thought had, it was physical okay. oh, okay, everyone We oh, <laughs> might have just opened a. A can of wormholes? Can, a whole can of <laughs> barrel of monkey wormholes.
0: So if anyone listening has found a more updated article, also I will say I haven't looked into it in more than like a couple of weeks, so I probably could learn yeah. more about it.
1: All right. Well, let's revisit that. Please let let's us know. let have a, an update crockpot. Yeah. And cool. we'll do an update crockpot. All right. I am... Um, I have a story. <gasps> do you? Yeah, I prepared. Yes, a, yes, a story. Yes, yes, yes. Um in the in the classic rock vein. Okay. About a band that I do not know a ton about. Okay. I we've talked about this band um, on the podcast before and I have revealed, you know, I've never really been a huge fan. Okay. I don't dislike them. I just sure. not my thing. Um, I'm the, trying to guess who they are right now. You want to guess? guess? Uh, okay, give me some hints. Um, I think we talked about them it was a questions crockpot there was a question I think I asked the question and it was like how do you feel about these types of bands oh no and then we talked about them there
0: oh no Bruce Springsteen (laughs) no No.
1: it's a a band it's (laughs) It's a band band. like it's a
0: band name Poison no fuck Mm. Anthrax
1: (laughs) (laughs) We haven't talked about, like, either of no,
0: those. We, haven't. we should be talking about poison and anthrax.
1: You're <laughs> like Debussy. <laughs>
0: like, um, I know you're deep into Debussy, so I know it's not, not him. Yeah. yeah. I know you're a Debussy groupie. Yeah, totally. A de-groupie. <laughs> but, I don't know. What am I doing? Get me out of
1: here. I love it. Oh, man. Um. So the band is Kiss. Oh yeah, yeah we. Did I think we talked about like them. bands with costumes or face yes, paint or like right. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I never <laughs> was a huge Kiss fan, but I, I I saw much like my Smoke on the Water um, Frank Zappa story. I caught like a headline or something mm-hmm. online, and it just led me down that. Barrel of worm. Barrel of rabbit wormholes. Worm 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 cans. (laughs) Worm cans. Um, So most of this uh, comes from um, ultimateclassicrock.com what (laughs) yeah this is a website um so please uh visit them i love websites right can't wait yeah it's great (laughs) so they describe uh kiss if you're not familiar which i was not so i really don't i didn't know a ton about their i know a few of their songs yeah (sighs) write a couple of the songs, a couple of the that names. I know that Paul Stanley's somewhat.
0: a real weirdo. Okay. But so, fun.
1: <laughs> okay. So th- this article <laughs> describes him as four broke guys from New York City That decided to paint their faces and (laughs) gain some attention through they put together apparently like it was all about their live show like they put on like a really high energy live show. Uh Um, Their first couple albums I guess were like kind of poorly recorded like they didn't have very high production so they didn't their albums didn't really sell that well but Uh their live shows were kind of well attended at first until um, 1975 they put out a double live album called Alive. Okay. And that's when rock, uh, rock and Roll All Night came, like like just boosted them, right? So we all we all know that we song. all know that. If you yeah. don't, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, and it's like,
0: or just hit pause and listen to it, and then then come, come back. back,
1: yeah, okay. come back because we can't play it because we'll we'll, uh, we'll get sued. Yeah. I, don't, I don't, I think know. so, and we don't have any money because this podcast isn't making. Yeah, it. subscribe, rate, like, listen, please, yes, Paul Stanley, please sponsor us something. Um. Anyway, so. After that, they blew up. They toured a lot, which also led to them getting really sick of each other because they were just together putting on face paint all the time.
0: <laughs> Do they have to paint each other's faces, too? You know, too? I, should, I should have looked into... Not in this to, outbreak. I know. No face painting. I
1: know. Don't be sharing... Don't be, like, sharing the, the paint... <laughs> um, the paintbrushes and stuff. I don't know. I didn't really dig into how they actually, like, came up with all that stuff. Maybe that's another episode. Have you um, ever seen
0: the movie... Um, Role models? Yeah, of course. We're yeah. just talking about this uh, oh, movie. We? And it's
1: brilliant. So oh, it's we were beautiful. at our at our cat pack gig, we were talking about this movie. But
0: he talks about so I don't know if this is true or not, but that's a part of the dialogue. Oh. Is he tells the kid that and please, please, you look up, look this up and then tell me yeah. uh, this is what he says in the movie is that they were a bunch of like Jewish kids from New York, mm. which wasn't very rock and roll at the time. Yeah. So they thought if they put on like face paint yeah. and changed their personas or whatever, people wouldn't care. Oh my so that's Probably. so they each had like an identifying.
1: Yeah. um like one of hat cat design. Ones or something. Yeah, one's a star. Yeah, yeah. Paul Stanley. Probably. Okay. So you I didn't even I knew Gene Simmons. I didn't know like names or like anything. That's so funny. When I think of KISS, I specifically think of Paul Paul Stanley Stanley, because he's the one who
0: gets up and does the like he says all the weird shit to the audience. So they
1: stick their tongues out and stuff too. That's Gene Simmons. Okay. That's Paul Stanley.
0: Delivers weird monologues and he's oh, super fun okay. and like crazy. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Cool. All right. So um, they the, the legend ha- t- has it that they were comprised of kind of like, so Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley were supposedly like the hard workers and the other two are known as like the hard livers. So it was like, the destiny's
0: child of its day. Yes. Got so it. Peter
1: Criss and Ace Freely were the other two. So, Gene and Paul, the hard workers, supposedly got kind of sick of Peter and Ace's partying, like, pretty early on. Um, There's, like, a bunch of stories about this stuff, like, Ace missed a recording session because he was playing cards. (sighs) Like, he was at, like, a card game. Like... Probably doing drugs and drinking oh, yeah, and lots of the shit, 70s. right? Yeah. So, you know, they they were kind of like these two like camps. So by 1977, after like lots of, and this is all leading up to a, a specific, a string of specific gig tales. So I'm just yes. giving you kind of like the yeah the runway to this. So by 1977, they wanted to break up. Um, but they decided to just take a break instead and they thought you know like just let's just have some time apart but they each wanted to record a solo album so they did a thing where they each of them recorded a solo album and they were all to come out on the same day and they were all to be uh, branded like with the kiss oh, kind of like brand like it was a marketing okay. thing oh, like okay. they'll come out with like these four albums on the same day and they'll each I think the the album covers like kind of go together or something If you, you put, put them together, together it makes something it, yeah. Yeah, so I was, thought you
0: were going to say it was like a competition. <laughs> oh. And I was like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> I mean, realistically, it probably was somewhat, right, mm-hmm. between just them. Um, so it was September 18th, uh, 1978, when all four came out. And they sold about, like, half of what they were expected to sell. And I think I, I had read that it was like Kiss had just released, like, a Greatest Hits or, like, a something, right. like, a couple months before. So, like, fans were kind of like, okay, well, we just bought all this shit. And, like, mm-hmm. this is obviously way before like streaming and mm-hmm. stuff. So people had to really go buy the God, albums. You right? had to get
0: your keys, put on your shoes, <laughs> yeah. get in the car, yeah, use a to map store. to yeah. find directions <laughs> yeah. to the store. <laughs> to the store. Yeah. Stop at the map store, buy a map. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, for real. It's, it was a whole thing. Um, yeah. So they, they didn't do all that well. Yeah. Um, I when, don't think
0: of them as prominent solo artists. No.
1: Right. No. So when they, they came back together after those, Um, Peter pushed for the producer that produced his solo album Mm -hmm. to produce the band's next album so I guess he was like really like pushy and adamant about that but then they start working with this guy and Paul befriended him and like he even moved in with him I think like he moved the producer into his apartment so Peter like kind of felt like like
0: he (laughs) invaded his Thing. like he he
1: like turned the producer against him in the band like he was trying to like befriend him or whatever and then on the album they actually even so peter was the drummer yeah peter chris so he um and it was his, so it was his producer that came in and uh he didn't even end up playing they brought on a session drummer for this oh, album no. and he only played on one song so i don't I didn't dig deep enough to find the real answer to this because I was more focusing on the gigs that we're getting yeah. to. But some accounts said that he, that Peter Chris had had a car accident, mm. so he was like recovering and couldn't play. Kinda Just weird. like Aerosmith, okay, kind of weird. And that's why he only played on one song. And then other accounts say it was like it was the whole Tension. the power dynamic and all that bullshit, the so, Abbey
0: Road bullshit. Who knows? Yeah,
1: yeah. right. Like we all know the that White Paul album. went back in and recorded all the instruments after everybody else left.
0: Especially Paul the McCartney. drums. Especially
1: yeah. the drums and the Beatles. So it's probably just Paul Stanley was copying Paul McCartney. I don't know. Wow. So yeah. Um, so you know, then there was lots of like posturing over whose songs made it on the album because they yeah. each had songs and stuff. And, That's
0: never a good uh, point in a musical relationship yeah. when you get there. Yeah, That is always, usually a turning point in a band. It's a sign. It's a sign. It's a sign. There's, like,
1: internal struggle going on. Uh It's, like, it, like, matters. And that's, I mean, talk about the Beatles and how everything was credited as, like, Mm Lennon-McCartney that they worked on, regardless of who wrote it. And I wonder how much of that, like, hurt them, how much of that saved them from some of that. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. It's interesting. I don't know what the right thing is. But writing credits are tough. Yeah 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 so yeah, so there's a lot of drama um at the same time now we're like late 70s so paul stanley i guess he was like a regular like the whole studio 54 scene Oh my god, was popping off so he was like kind of into that and he was like listening to this disco music and he was like everything is like 126 beats per minute minute like i can write something with that so he like <laughs> supposedly went home put on a, a metronome like made a drum a drum track to 126 bpm and wrote um I was made for loving you
0: no way
1: yes to try to like fit into the whole disco scene it's a great song okay so original fans like <laughs> old school KISS fans were apparently not on board with this, this new sound, Mm -hmm. but new newer fans, like they were getting a whole new newer kind of crowd. Um, Can we take a second to talk
0: about disco and the disco era? And there were many points with many bands where disco was a like, um, uh, you know, like a problematic moment. For, yeah. for them i
1: mean queen queen I well, yeah. that's
0: exactly what yeah. i was gonna say people got they, people would try to release a disco album yeah some got on board others mm-hmm. were like straight fuck you yeah and yeah when queen did theirs it was not right. good that's right. when they fell off in america for the m- yeah. most part yeah. they're like their peak popularity <laughs> yeah yeah disco Definitely.
1: it's hard you know when things evolve and it's like band, bands and artists have it have kind of a choice to make like yeah. am i like yeah. going with it and sometimes it's not a choice you just you, you should go with go with your heart go with what's right for you but sometimes the people evolve with the thing and then the art that they're making is not the same as what they used to and people mm-hmm. like you know the old stuff and they don't mm-hmm. like the new stuff and i think it's it's tough even like mm-hmm. um and you're trying to stay relevant like mm-hmm. Even if the, the like genre doesn't change, I went to see Alan Stone recently, and um, he played like his, the entire new album, and he only did, I think, two songs from past albums, and I, the new album is killer. So I was like totally good with it. I was happy. This show was amazing, <laughs> um, but. I was surprised that he only played disco two song, two songs. <laughs> I was like, it was interesting. Like that's a very specific choice. Like I'm going, we're going to play all the new stuff, yeah, and not play. So I would imagine. I mean, I hope nobody was like disappointed, but I imagine people like, oh, you know, I wish I like. There are some old ones. I'm like, oh, I wish I heard that one. Sure, but it's cool. I'm happy with. There's nothing that I heard that I wouldn't that I didn't like. Yeah, but that. That even happens in that context where it's like, oh, play stuff off the first album. Yeah, play old stuff. But if you're touring a specific album, you're likely going to play a lot of stuff off of that. Right. Most of the stuff. Unless you're
0: Paul McCartney, in which case I have a very specific set list for you. Yeah. And if you vary from that. If you don't adhere to this,
1: sir. I'm leaving. leaving. (laughs) Sir 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 Paul Paul McCartney. I'm using air quotes. Yeah, it's good. Um, Yeah. So... That's what was happening with Kiss. Came so they with, were yeah. getting like this whole new kind of fan base. But what they were realizing is that like people who went to rock concerts and people who mm-hmm. bought pop music were not the same groups of people. So um, I think it was Paul Stanley. He said, uh, "Quote: um, I looked out the window, and this is at." at, at um, Their show, like watching the people coming in. Yeah. He said, Quote, I looked out the window and broke into a cold sweat. The line could just as easily have been for the circus. We had sanitized ourselves and were well on our way to extinguishing the fire that had propelled us so far. So they were seeing like families and like kids (gasps) and like people coming to their shows and it was not like. Stop! Yeah. Yep. So they felt like it just was not. They weren't getting like, you know, the rock and roll um, crowd.
0: Imagine. Fucking Paul Stanley in 1978, and seeing a family of four right. coming to a kiss concert. Yeah.
1: <gasps> right, right. It's like right and and it was his like idea for the he was the the one that prompted the disco movement so okay yeah so things were shit was getting weird in the yeah. kiss world and actually their first uh show of that tour got canceled due to low ticket sales so like people just didn't okay the fans that were coming out they didn't dig the new stuff they didn't want to come, go see them yeah, and i've been there yeah so they apparently had lots of issues um, at during this tour. There were some issues with a, a laser curtain that they like were in court trying to get some technical Oh uh, yes, the
0: uh, very famous <laughs> laser curtain v. Stanley case. Right, mm-hmm. they're in
1: court trying to get like their money back. A narrow five to four victory.
0: (laughs) RBG's first case. I recall. I recall. Mm -hmm.
1: There's something very controversial. Again, I did not dig into the lawsuit (laughs) with the laser curtain because I was trying to just keep my eye on the prize of these these actual gigs here. But there was something to do with that. Um so in December of nineteen seventy nine Peter Chris had just had enough, the drummer, and he was, like, totally done. And uh, he just admittedly started to sabotage shows. No way! Yeah. What'd he do? So on December 8th, at the fifth to last show in the tour, um, during a a song, Paul Stanley started gesturing to him to slow down um, mid-song, like he was playing too fast. And, I mean, it's a thing, right? Like, yeah. Nowadays, a lot of big tours, a lot of drummers are listening to a click track and they're playing to a metronome or a click or they'll have some sort of marker like they'll at least start a song with a click or whatever. Right. So, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to imagine, especially back before a lot of that technology, Mm -hmm. like they're just kind of playing. And Mm -hmm. he even he had
0: to play to a fax. Someone (laughs) would fax him. (laughs) He's like, hold on, it's coming through. It's
1: coming. Just yeah. Wait. <laughs> so he even said after that he he was he probably was playing too fast, admittedly, okay. because he had done a lot of cocaine before that show, is what he says. So, mm-hmm. so he probably was fucking it up and too fast. Um, but he was pissed that Paul Stanley like made a very large gesture making it like he felt like it was a very obvious like you're the one fucking up the song like to the whole audience like i need everyone to know that this sounds like shit because it's him you know what i mean that's how peter chris took it and i bet the cocaine didn't help probably not He was probably a little on edge (laughs) like was a little coked up and it's hard like i i always say to like tom and like any drummer that i've played with it's i feel i feel for drummers because when they mess something up like it's so obvious yeah like i can mess up stuff on keys all the all day long mm-hmm. i can hit a wrong note i can like forget a lyric i can whatever like sing something i can like have a cough come on in the middle of a line so i sing it differently to cover the whatever but like Mm -hmm. the guitar can play a wrong chord or a wrong note the bass same thing but like the drums miss like a beat and it's so obvious it's just so obvious like i i just feel for them because i think it's just they're so exposed Yeah. um yep so it's probably very it's like very obvious when he's playing too fast right okay i have a thing like i'll always tell tom like i do like a Also because I'm like usually doing something with my hands and I can't like turn around and gesture or whatever, but I like, like... no, I stomp, like I (laughs) stomp my foot. So it like looks like I'm just like tapping my foot to like the song, like vigorously, like I'm really like getting into it. But it's, I'm like, if I'm doing like a stomp, watch my foot because I'm either telling you to like speed up or slow down. And then, if I can, I'll like look at him. Like, Start tapping. A little faster, a little slower. Tapping here. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or just say over the microphone. Can you like speed this the fuck up now?
0: <laughs> Could the drummer please slow down? <laughs> do, 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 do,
1: do, do. It's just, it's terrible. So it was like, I mean, I'm sure there was a better way to tell him to slow down. So I think it was probably. There's two sides you know, to every it was, story, and it's probably a little bit of both. Yeah. So Peter Chris did not take that very well, and he was like, "Fine, motherfucker, I'll slow the shit all the way down." <gasps> so he just started slowing and slowing and slowing and slowing the song down to a fucking crawl.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm so uncomfortable right? right now.
1: Now, I mean, they're like in like arenas and shit, yeah. and yeah. So this is in front of a lot of people. He's, He's like sweating. Fine. So then all the sweat. Then Paul Stanley gestures for him to speed up. And then Peter Chris says over the microphone, because he has a mic because he does sing, he says, make up your motherfucking mind. (laughs) Over the microphone. So they're having like a like a lover's quarrel in the mid like in a stadium. And they're just like this is like and then Peter Chris just stopped playing (sighs) altogether. He was just done. Yeah. For the rest of the night? <clears throat> I think he... I don't know. I don't know if he... Like, it was just that song or whatever. So a- after that, this is... Mind you, this is the fifth to the last show of this oh, tour. So they're God. close. And after that, the band... The rest of the band supposedly wanted to kick Peter Chris out of the band. Yeah. But they're like, you know what? Like, let's just finish out the tour. Yeah. And we'll figure this shit out. So two nights later, they're in Jackson, Mississippi. And Peter Chris just in the middle of one of... Paul Paul Stanley song uh ironically it's called move on. Peter Chris just stopped playing. <gasps> just stopped no. playing. You know? Yeah. Oh my god. Yep. <sighs> Listen,
0: done. I'm also going to make a statement on his behalf. <laughs> I don't like being fucking micromanaged. I yeah. Uh, I I right? ugh, I mean, ugh, oh boy. This is tough. There are two sides to every story yeah. and yeah. but I really do feel for him and mm-hmm. I can see why like If you got that gesture, um, because, oh, we've talked about this. I have that disease where (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Yeah, authority. Authoritarian controversy disorder or whatever. I would,
1: I gotta say, I I might react in the same way. Yeah, I mean, (sighs) it's, they probably should have never even been on this tour. Like, they probably should have just hung it up. And I think it's hard. I think a lot of bands hold on for longer than they Quote unquote, because yeah. I mean, money and yeah. all kinds of shit. And you know? lots of people are getting paid too, it's not, not just, just the band, them. Right? There's, yeah, all kinds mm-hmm. of people who make money from That's that. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it was, I mean, this is years and years, right, of shit. So um, all right. so, so we're
0: fourth late, to last.
1: <laughs> later, <laughs> and later that night, uh, so Peter Chris uh, sing, was singing, he sang the song Beth, and then he just threw the mic on the ground and walked off the stage. Like he was just. Like okay. done. Um Is there so, a drummer in the house? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone. <laughs> right, right? That happened to the Who, right? That's a whole oh. story. I debated doing that, but then there wasn't a ton of information. Oh, I don't know. Oh yeah. All right. I'm hands off. Yeah. No, th- well there's not there's not a ton of information. So right. it Keith it's Moon just... like passed out <gasps> playing Man, drums. Sounds about and right. I think it like I don't know if it was a horse tranquilizer's night or if it was a Whatever the fuck he was doing. He was insane. Guys, and the he,
0: 70s and 80s were... <laughs> how are any of you even <laughs> still alive?
1: It's, it's a wonder. It it's, was all white drugs. and yep. <sighs> Lots of stuff. But yeah, they so they dragged him off. And then I think they threw him in a shower. A cold shower, Keith Moon. And then brought him back out. And then he still... He was like passing <sighs> yeah, out on his no drums. And they, so they took him off. And I think someone, one of the other i don't know what they said like is there a drummer and there was a guy who came and i think he. There were, there were like one song left he sure. played like one song yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah it's like cool and here he is now yeah i yeah he's i think they did like a little tribute to him when Aww. they was it when they got inducted into something yeah i don't know i think they oh gave that's him like really a shout sweet. out or something yeah it was cool um but yeah so kiss did not go to find another drummer they just were like okay what the fuck so two nights later in Bloxy, uh, he, <laughs> Peter Chris was throwing, um, this is funny because Tom talked about throwing out uh, wood carvings into the <laughs> audience after his cone shredding. Um, well, Peter Chris was throwing sticks, drumsticks out into the yeah, crowd at yeah, the yeah, end yeah. of the set, at which you they do, do, you yeah. know, but he just, he says he just, on a whim, he just decided to throw a stick at Gene Simmons' head, like he just wanted to. Okay. and he said that he didn't want to hit him that hard, <gasps> but he he said the thick side of the stick just like whacked him on the back of the head. So this was after the main set. So they go backstage to like now they still have to come out for the encore, and I guess G- Gene Simmons his payback is he went and he kicked Peter in the shin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is. <laughs> Not the reaction I was expecting. I I would say as a general rule in life to not hit Gene Simmons in the back of the head with a fucking Band-Aid, let alone a drumstick.
1: Is he explosive? Is he like, I don't really Uh, know.
0: You know what? Maybe this is a public perception thing because I Mm -hmm. always say like when people are like, oh, Lady Gaga, I hate her. Or, you know, Michelle Obama, I hate her. Well, no, that's a bad example. I think maybe politicians are different. Um, uh, Who's an actress? quick oh tom hanks oh i fucking hate him uh, i don't know whatever yeah i think they have a public persona oh, and i yeah. don't think that's it's a different. fair thing to say you yeah. don't really know who they yeah, are yeah, yeah. um but so i guess my public persona perception of, of gene him. simmons is that he's like a badass yeah like
1: well yeah yeah i mean they're rocker i would think all of them yeah. have kind of that rocker thing but right? maybe he's not well he he kicked him in the shin so i mean yeah, and I guess they had some they exchanged some choice words as they did and then they went on stage for the encore um, and they uh, somehow got through the encore fine. After the encore uh, Peter found one of Ace's empty champagne bottles smashed it against <gasps> a table oh. and then went after Jean with the broken end of the bottle. Um, the crew broke up that fight. And amazingly, they went on stage for a second encore.
0: (laughs) I'll fucking kill you, Gene. I'll fucking kill you. This song's called Love Gun.
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: Right? Holy shit.
1: What in the hell?
0: I guess if you're on cocaine and fucking mescaline, what
1: is... Right? And like, have you ever been in a concert and you're like waiting On for the encore and-, no. and everyone's like screaming and waiting? And you're like, what's taking them so long? They just go backstage.
0: <laughs> this is what's happening every, time. It's every a fucking time champagne bottle, shin kick, and fight. Kick <laughs> now you know. Whoa. You told us, and we told you. You heard it here first.
1: So whenever you're screaming for the encore, just remember. Just picture what's going on.
0: Give him a stage. minute. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> um so yeah, after the, the second encore they shook hands at uh, Peter and Jean. And they decided But to... Peter had
0: one of those hand buzzers.
1: <laughs> he, <was> like... <laughs> he put him in a Chinese finger cap. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> and they went to the dollar store.
0: <laughs> they just keep getting pettier and pettier. He switched his salt out with sugar. <laughs> the Bobby cushion. Oh, God. That's yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Gene Simmons' guitar in Jell-O. <laughs> Uh, sorry, sorry Tom <laughs> we just lost seven minutes <laughs> Ashley is Ooh. fucking streaming tears down I'm her face right now oh my god <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay
1: <clears throat> okay <laughs> we're picturing it it's great <laughs> So, yeah, but that was really it. No, <laughs> they sure And then, no, you know, they were fine. And they, were fine. <clears throat> they agreed to finish the last two shows or whatever. <laughs> and, um, yeah, they replaced they replaced Peter Chris For, for the last two shows? No, no, oh. no. He finished off the last shows. He was like, whatever. Did the last two shows, they could handle it. In the future, they still continue to tour, but they replaced him. Mm. He did come back um, for some reunion tours later on, but his bad behavior still kind of kind of continued like Mm -hmm. he in 2000, he destroyed a drum kit on stage after finding out before the show that Ace was making more money than he was. So it's just oh boy yeah. See so if you deleted the two thousands, you would have deleted that. <laughs> Damn it!
0: <laughs> I I fully yeah. retract that. Right? Yeah. Just for that.
1: <clears throat> um. But yeah, he I guess officially retired from music in twenty seventeen.
0: Oh wow, that's very recently.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've been tour. They still tour, right? <clears throat> yeah, but yeah. He, yeah, he didn't play with them. Um. After I think that the two the two thousand show when he okay. destroyed his kit. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So drummers are a rare breed. <laughs> I feel like I've I've gained the right to say that being married to one you they're, do mm-hmm. they're crazy. you married into drummery. I did mm-hmm. they're they're not So, and this is I think I mean I'm sure like you know the two camps like the Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley may have been like the better behaved or maybe they part they didn't party as hard or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean I just it looks like Peter Chris had kind of a he might have had a of
0: bad behavior and like maybe some mm-hmm. kind of anger issue but i maybe. also say like you never know what's going on hmm. behind the scenes mm-hmm. too well, like well <laughs> <Shin> <laughs> that. champagne
1: bottle fight
0: chinese finger trapping yeah
1: <clears throat> yeah wow yeah holy shit so i can't i mean i can't imagine like it just it's terrible to think about like you're Playing gigs, and you're just trying to finish out this tour, and like these people pay money to come to these shows, and you just mm-hmm. have no idea if your drummer is gonna like sabotage your fucking show like, kick you yeah, and like in what way is he gonna sabotage us tonight, you know, Wow,
0: well, good for yeah. them for getting rid of him, yeah,
1: <laughs> probably a little later than they
0: should have, but <clears throat> yeah, but it's so hard to make that decision where it's like you have yeah. five shows left, and it's like, well, do we replace him that's a lot of work that's yeah. no. Yeah. joke and like maybe we just ride it out Yeah, and hey
1: now we all have this story because okay. of it it's right we have a gig tale so thank you kiss um now this is really the most information i know about kiss, uh, I kiss yeah i didn't really know much about them before um i'm gonna learn some more so yeah and thank you <laughs> ultimate for having some great stories now <sighs> tell
0: us what you know about jim morrison
1: <laughs> that was
0: beautiful i
1: love thank that. you Yeah. Uh, What are you listening to? Oh man, I'm going to take a hard a hard turn from the world of Kiss, and I'm actually going to recommend a book. Oh, Um, yeah. Okay. So I am a nerd. I like to read a lot. You are nerd. I like to read paper (laughs) books, and I also like to listen to books. books. I have Audible. Um. So I am currently listening to uh, Simon Sinek's new book. It's called the Infinite Mindset. Did okay. I, did I recommend that? Did I tell? No. Did I talk about it? I don't that think you
0: did. Oh, maybe. <clears throat> I've been hearing a lot of stuff
1: about mindset <clears throat> recently. I started it <clears throat> on a recent <clears throat> kind of trip. And I may have already recommended it. I can look at my list of things. Yeah, I may have already. But I so I I was listening to it. And then I, like, stepped away from it. I, mm-hmm. I was reserving it for, like, being on flights. And mm-hmm. then as of late, a lot mm-hmm. of travel has been canceled, canceled. in my life. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of re- <clears throat> revisited it. Um, yeah. What about you? Oh, do I have to go, too? Yeah.
0: <coughs> That's what I recommend It's the <laughs> cough that I just did. That's great. Um, what am I going to recommend? Sorry, everyone. I really <coughs> fell off the fucking. <laughs> um, we, we went off the rails. Probably. One of my. No, sorry about that. One of my. Um, someone just texted me. I'll tell you after. Okay. Um, my favorite podcast and i think
1: oh no wait did i mention this in the last podcast See, no i didn't what are we doing are we, are no we just, i didn't already done it was
0: conan i'm gonna recommend conan my friend okay. conan o'brien's podcast i nice. didn't recommend that i said i'd perform on yes, his show you did you're right that's what i said <clears throat> um but conan o'brien's podcast uh it's called conan o'brien needs a friend it's so fucking hilarious um Celebrity podcasts, I can kind of get into and sometimes not. I, I'd say yeah. I heavily lean towards um, comedy podcasts. Yeah. And then as Same. a second choice is true crime. Yes. And Conan O'Brien's podcast is the only celebrity podcast that I listen to regardless of who the guest is, mm. with maybe one other exception that I'm going to recommend in a different yeah episode for different reasons mm-hmm. um but it, he's so he's just so funny he he's still like he has that thing where he has like the improv comedy like he can come up on the spot with a joke and like the recall comedy like he's my comedy hero and yeah. i just i mean he's brilliant i love yeah. him to death yeah i always will
1: <clears throat> yeah definitely sponsor us <laughs> Conan. Coco.
0: Hey, Coco. And hey,
1: Coco. Awesome. All right, everyone. Ooh. That's been our show. That's, that's our... Now that we have finger-trapped you here, <laughs> you, are, you are with us.
0: Go kick someone you love in the shin. Yeah. <laughs> and as we always say here on Gig Tales, oh, man. if you liked what you heard, tell a friend. And if you didn't like it,
1: tell an enemy. Bye. Bye. Keep gigging. Yes.
0: we are terry and ashley's uh uh, (laughs)
1: aunts
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've smoked a pack and a half a day for the past 40 years
1: oh lord